Apparently, you do care how pretty he is, because every single time we talk about him, you end it with, I don't care how pretty he is. She glared, but it packed no heat. She knew I was right. Changing the subject, she propped her hip against the counter and grinned at me. By the way, that was a nice touch about giving Bitsy away to Sheila. I almost believed you until I remembered we don't know anyone named Sheila. I laughed. That man has lost his damn mind if he thinks I'm getting rid of Bit-Bit. I would get rid of you before I gave that dog away. Hey, she laughed. He won't even know she's here. We can sneak her inside in the Gucci. But if he does find out, I'll figure something out. I don't want you to stress about it, okay? She offered me a warm smile. Okay, I promise. Come on, let's look at the bathrooms. Oh, she threw her head back and moaned. Say it again. My grin stretched wide. Bathrooms. Oh my God, this is better than foreplay, she breathed. No more getting ready while you're in the shower or peeing while you brush your teeth. Oh, please, don't act like you won't be sneaking in to use my shampoo. She crossed her arms over her chest, but her smile grew. Not any more often than you'll be sneaking into mine to use my curling iron. Touché. I laughed and hooked my thumb toward the hall. Come on. She stared at me, her lips forming a thin line. You sure you're okay with this? This place, she motioned around the living room. It's really going to cut into your bar fund. I know, but I've got time. Besides, I still haven't heard back from the bank. Who knows? I might get the loan. I'd been jumping through a million hoops for the last month while applying for a small business loan. I had a ton of experience running my own place from when Kurt and I had been married, but funding one was a different story altogether. She walked over and looped her arm with mine. I feel good things in our future, Mir. This apartment, your bar, me finishing school, and it's only going to get better for us. I swallowed hard and pulled her in for a side squeeze. I didn't necessarily agree with her, but then again, it wasn't like it could get worse. You're crazy as hell, I laughed, crushing an empty beer can before throwing it into the almost empty styrofoam cooler. Tell me you wouldn't want a hot tub in your bedroom, she asked, her mouth split into a hypnotizing smile. I'd been under her spell for so long that I never wanted to wake up. But I would, in a few hours when I was forced to drive her home and watch her walk to the front door, unsure of when or if I'd ever get her back. Being on the wrong side of a love triangle was slippery like that. Ignoring the ache in my chest, I shot her a grin, popped another beer open, and passed it her way. Hot tub belongs on the back deck overlooking the mountains, not tucked away in a bedroom. She arched her thin, brown eyebrow and stared down at the beer. Why do you always do that? Do what? I asked. Pass it to me for the first sip. I rested my elbows on my legs, which were dangling over the tailgate of my pickup, and cut my gaze to the woods. No reason. As she reached across me to take the beer, her breasts brushed against my arm. My shoulders locked up tight. There wasn't much of Mira's body I hadn't touched. I'd kissed, licked, and memorized her every curve, but I'd never instigated it, not since the first time. I was always a more than willing participant but I needed her to make the first move and choose what was going to happen between us that night. Or, more accurately, 
I needed her to choose me. And right then, as she inched over until our thighs were touching and looped her arm with mine, that was exactly what she had done. In that moment, Kurt wasn't between us. On the back of that truck, Mira was mine, 